1: back once again to the bread and circuses podcast i am rooster here with crow hello how you doing crow good good how are you good i was just thinking of something Dude, that this... sound like a
0: lie it's sound, not it sounded like a lie to me when i said that
1: You sounded good yeah i don't know i never pay attention to what you say anyway so i have a little uh public service announcement for any listeners who are in a cash crunch this is not sponsored this is just a fact if you ever meet Crow in person, I was just thinking about this as we're sitting here in the bunker with these lined up whiskey bottles in front of us. Crow is a sucker for <laughs> good looking <laughs> liquor bottles. <laughs> so if you ever want to fill a really fancy bottle with like fermented ditch water, he will still buy it.
0: Yeah. And uh, extra points if you have like some little write up on the label. Oh, That's yeah. Like clever.
1: Yeah, if you can write anything about it. I remember
0: the first time I saw a bottle of St. Germain. You know, the St. Germain bottles yep. are fancy. And uh, I, I'm like, oh, that's a cool-looking bottle. Of course, it, my attention zoomed in right there, picked it up, read the back, and it had something about a little story about how little old men ride their bicycles up the hill to collect the flowers, the elder the elder flowers, and, and they, you know, use those. And I was like, oh, Sold. I'm buying this shit. <laughs> in
1: 1782, Captain Cook sailed forth from Plymouth, uh, England, looking for the Northwest Passage, and he and his brave men brought along yeah
0: I'm a I'm a, ditch a, water. I'm a sucker for good advertising, good good uh, good cosmetics, good bottling, yeah, all that stuff.
1: and you'll still drink it too. you'll be like, Bleh.
0: yeah, if it's bad I'll you know, you'll still drink not dump it, it. <laughs> paid, paid money, maybe maybe not good money, but I paid money uh you you'd pay good money.
1: For a fancy bottle with a good I, write-up? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah you would. Anyway, <laughs> did you hear what, uh, you know, Jank Uger? hmm Did you hear what his nephew said so, about Dan Crenshaw?
0: So they've got a YouTube channel called The Young Turks, and yeah. it's, uh, they're on the left, and they- um,
1: Anybody who's listening here has probably heard of The politics, Young Turks. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, he's got his nephew is, uh, what's his
1: name? I don't know, but he's got a podcast. Hassan Piker. Yeah, that's it. Um, So he said- that uh dan crenshaw first he said
0: america deserved nine eleven.
1: no he said he said the stuff about crenshaw first oh. and he said um that dan crenshaw he was glad that dan crenshaw lost his eye and he goes how do he how do he lose it uh, some uh,
0: brave uh some brave moody fighter yeah.
1: fucked it out of his face with a with his dick or whatever and he says that like four times and he goes i'm glad that happened he goes you know what america deserved 9 there i said it and Chris Cuomo interviewed Cenk at some point on an unrelated topic. Never brought that up. Hmm. Never once. And Hassan Piker's walked it back a little bit.
0: Well, did you know Cenk had interviewed Hassan, kind of dressed him down over it? No. Yeah, it just happened. So on um, the young terse he brought him on and said, why don't you explain yourself? Because I think what you said was reprehensible. Cenk Yuger U- said that to him. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, good for Jenk.
0: I watched. I watched. I didn't watch the whole interview, but I watched the part where he goes, "You want to uh, clarify what you were what you were saying?" So obviously, the, he was trying to give him an out, and he first off, Jenk Uger said, "Yeah, you said Americans uh, Americans deserve 9/11." I think that's totally, You know, he basically said, "No, that's wrong. That's totally reprehensible." And Piker said, "No, I didn't say Americans deserved it. I said America." deserved it yeah
1: that they caused it
0: yeah so he was getting into nuance there saying that you know because of our involvement over in the middle east that where you know i can see that an argument there being said but it's just a shitty way to say it and uh then he went on to the whole crenshaw thing and that's when i, I stopped watching but i'm, I'm assuming that jink said yeah that was a shitty thing to say to crenshaw so i'm wondering how that went but yeah he did they did address it at least on the show
1: right but if anybody in Trump's orbit says anything that someone like Chris Cuomo would find offensive, uh, they will not let that go. And I've seen that happen many times where they say, you know, to a Kellyanne Conway or, um, you know, one of his cabinet members, Larry Kudlow or somebody like that. Well, this person said that. What do you think? And those people come back with, well, I don't speak for that person. What well, would you hang out with them? You know, no. you know them, you associate with them. So therefore what they say, you believe, well, this is Cenk Uger's fucking nephew. And Cuomo doesn't decide to address this at all because he doesn't have any principles. He thinks he does, but he doesn't. And that's what that's the problem I have with that stuff. And the, the older I get, the more I realize that for the most part, I just believe that the left lacks. Principle when it comes to that stuff, not compassion. They've got hella compassion, Well, no,
0: I think that a lot of it's misplaced compassion. Though I think they can, well, they I can, agree. I think their compassion is very, um, very thin because I think it's it's uh, shallow. It's
1: a compassion. condescending it's, compassion. It's a, it's
0: a shallow compassion that they can have compassion for a certain uh, a group and totally have no compassion. Dehumanize another group at the drop of a hat.
1: Well, there was. Uh, I I wish I could remember who did this video. Um, I saw it on YouTube. Um, it's one of those man on the street ones. I've never seen the guy before, uh, but he's got a decent channel. If I remember it, I'll, I'll give him credit. But he uh, went to a college campus and interviewed mostly white people, and said, um, "Is voter ID racist?" Oh yeah, absolutely. And he asked them all the reasons why. Wow, well, you know, um, they don't necess- they're not necessarily able to get around as much. Getting a government ID is hard. And it's more difficult for them because it's harder. In other words, because they're stupid. There are a couple of people who said, "Well, sometimes they lack the faculties to do the things." They're, sp-. I mean, all the stuff like this, or uh, yeah, they don't drive as much because you know they're not—they're more poor and they don't have cars, and so they can't just get to those things. And sometimes they just—they don't really even know where those government offices are. I mean, that's—that's that's how they were saying. And they this didn't stuff.
0: even know. According to Biden, poor kids are just as good as white kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and black kids and uh he covered don't it really shit, fast uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he went to harlem and interviewed black people and said uh stuff like do you think voter id is racist and they're like no Why and would i yeah and he goes uh don't you think it's hard for you to get IDs?" like and they're oh, like I've got no idea. Do you know where the? Uh, do you know where you would even get one? Yeah, They're like yeah, it's over on Forty Second. And everyone whatever. I know has ID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know anyone who doesn't have ID? And one of the guys is like, you can't do anything in New York City without an ID. You can't, yeah. you can't do all this stuff. And they said, well, what would you say about someone who said that black people sort of lack the faculties to be able to do that or the means to get those things? They might not know where it is. And they were like, who would say something like that? You just want to go white saviors. <laughs> it's white liberals. <laughs> yeah. They believe. That you aren't smart, and they have to help you. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. But but even somebody like that, I could hang out
0: with if they had that attitude. That that's a soft bigotry. That's a soft racism. You know, thinking thinking that like like a lot of liberals think that minorities quote unquote can't do everything for themselves, so they have to make sure that me and you do it for them, or that we we. You know, our tax money gets used for programs. You know, because they don't want to do it themselves. They don't want to reach into their own pocket and help people. They want to make sure that they reach into our pocket so that the government can help people. Well, yeah, but, that's a lack of principle. But they totally have that soft bigotry. I mean, it's it's ingrained in them that that you know, minorities can't do for themselves, so we have to do for them. I um, think if I, I can still be friends with that person, I think as long as they're not like to- always expressing that bullshit. I mean, if they if we can have some something we talk about that's not that. I can be friends with that person, I guess, or, you know, uh, if I, not like best buddies or anything, but if
1: I had that conversation with someone, even if I knew them for a long time and they were really like, look, rooster, we all know black people can't do that. I mean, they're, they're not as smart. We we know that stuff. I mean, come on. And I would say, where the hell are you getting this? Yeah. And if they said, well, you know, just overall, they're just not as smart as white people. I would go are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? (laughs) Are you serious? And if, if I believed that there was no way to convince them of that, you know, that there was just no way to say, look, look at all of these incredibly. Yeah. Do you think you're smarter than Thomas Sowell? Yeah. Do you think you're smarter than Ben Carson? Do you, you know, all of these people. And if they went, well, but I'm just talking, certainly those are exceptions. You know, I would go, I, if I honestly believed that I could not dissuade that person from that opinion and that they really, even if it was soft bigotry of low expectations, I would be like, I can't hang out with this person anymore. I can't. Well, I think that
0: crosses the line, the, the low expectations of soft bigotry, because I don't think they really understand or think that they're But being
1: that, that's what I mean. If I couldn't get them to go, yeah, I kind of see what I'm doing. You know, like if this video, if I showed it to someone and they went, well, that's just. That's like totally staged and stuff. No, they went and asked these people. Yeah, but you're just selecting a few people. Maybe. Well,
0: they're just trying to do that confirmation bias, you know.
1: Right. They're trying to dodge it. But if they didn't, if I didn't believe they had some point where they went, shit, maybe I'm wrong about this. And they were just like, no, those darkies aren't as smart as us. I would be like. Well, they wouldn't say it like that. But you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I'm being facetious because I don't want somebody to pull my quote out sometime yeah. and say "rooster said." It'd be more of an effeminate. Like there'd be more of a.
0: Oh, those darkies, they aren't very smart. They're
1: very smart. Don't they? It
0: wouldn't be like a southern drawl. Yeah, be like very. Uh, uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we all know that black people aren't smart, you know. Um. So I don't know.
0: And well, but let's think about like someone like Archie Bunker. Yeah, he was a racist, but he was. They called him a lovable racist. Remember that?
1: Yeah. And I've said before, my my uh, grandpa who mm. fought in World War II against the Japanese viewed all Asians as, um, as uh, you know, basically subhuman. The enemy, yeah. It didn't matter if they were the ones who fought on his side. I'm like, well, what about the Chinese or the Filipino? And he'd be like, I don't care. They're all the same. And, you know, you can say, well, you should have disassociated with your grandpa. You know what? I, I was 10. I mean, <laughs> you're still fully forming. He died before I was an adult. So I can't say that some of his views didn't make me uncomfortable. What What am I going to do at that point? I think family's a little different though than friends though. Family you kind of have to accept. Yeah. You don't have to put up with their bullshit other than Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. But but yeah. Um, but getting back to Crenshaw, I thought his handling of that whole situation when he was asked about it uh, was just sort of like, you know, he's a dumb kid. He doesn't know what he's talking about. and. Uh, Hassan Piker said, you know, uh, Crenshaw doesn't know anything about foreign policy. And Crenshaw goes, well, other than the time I spent, you know, the 12 years abroad I spent in those cultures and the growing up in Colombia and going to high school, which I didn't know he did. And, uh, so just all of that stuff. It's like, if you're really going to say that guy doesn't know anything about foreign policy, just based on looking at the two of you and your credentials, you're an idiot. You really are. Yeah. You're demonstrating your stupidity. And the idea that he would say that stuff, uh, that not only would he believe it, but he would feel safe articulating that kind of stuff. It's just, I think it's terrible. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't, there's no way I
0: could find, I could have any tolerance for anybody like that. And in any, in any like that Hassan Piker in any social situation, I wouldn't want to be around the guy. We'd end up get, I'd end up, being, I'd end up just losing it on the but, guy. But here's the other but thing. But on the right, on the far right, I wouldn't be able to hang out with those people. I've 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 associated and known people that are on the right, but are they take it too far and it's like, uh, "Oh, you're you're an idiot." And I can't be I can't be part of your bullshit. So I just associate from people on the right, too.
1: Yeah, and you know, we've talked about uh, neither one of us is a big fan of Islam in general, but no. that would not preclude me from having Muslim friends, you know.
0: It depends on how yeah, it compliant depends. with Sharia they are. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Just like there are Muslims out there that want reform in Islam and they're good people. You're like, yeah, this is, this is taking it back. You know, we're, we're, we got to get Islam out of the dark ages and I'm, I'm a Muslim and I think uh, female mutil, uh, female genital mutilation is wrong. I think, uh, you know, stoning people that, uh, that, uh,
1: Go leave the public, religion. Go out,
0: or go out in public with uh, people of the opposite sex is wrong. woman
1: who shows her ankles. I
0: think throwing gays off roofs is wrong. Yeah. And I'm still Muslim, but I think I'm, I'm, you know, that's, there's not, I don't have a problem with that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just like some people whose Christianity goes a little too far for me. Yeah. I can't hang out with them, you know. But I thought Crenshaw's response was good. I, But it would be, based on what we were saying with this whole thing, it would be interesting for me to see. Hassan Piker and Crenshaw in the same room and see what Hassan Piker's reaction would be then. I just don't think he'd be that much of a tough guy. No. He certainly wouldn't. No. So, Well, let's do but, some would you rathers. Yeah, let's do a few bonus ones since we didn't do one last time. All right. Would you... Oh, my God.
0: The, what? I mean, they really have dumb ones in here. I'm not going to even read that one.
1: Oh, you got to read it now.
0: Would you rather eat Sundays with or without a cherry? I don't give a shit. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. Would you rather eat more vegetables or fruit? I don't give a shit. Fruit. Uh, vegetables are better for you. Yeah, wise. I know. But I like uh, more fruit. Would it's you, nature's candy. Would you rather go back five years or skip ahead five years in your life? Back. Back. <laughs> uh, would you rather...
1: Who would want to skip ahead five? Yeah, that's stupid. Unless you're like 16.
0: Well, Your uh, unless you're talking about like cryogenically freezing yourself. So you're not aging five years? Because I don't
1: want to age five Isn't years. Isn't that going back, really? Because the world moves forward and you're back? I'm uh, Sure. No, but I mean, who? unless you were like 16 years old and you're like, well, now I can drink and I'll be yeah, out of college.
0: Yes. Yeah, maybe a young person would. Uh, would you rather hang glide or windsurf?
1: I don't want to. I don't want to plummet to my death, so windsurf. I mean, I'm afraid of
0: heights somewhat.
1: So. Did you see that video Wind, about windsurf. six months ago? The guy was in, I think it was Switzerland, hang gliding, and he wasn't hooked up. Was
0: he with another guy? Yeah, yeah. And he dro- he dropped, and the guy like wrapped his uh, his legs around him or something.
1: Was no, he right? never fell. He was like no, hanging was,
0: on, but he was like, yeah, he had one. Death and the other variable. guy was hanging on yeah. to him and the strap, or something.
1: and uh, they caught a thermal, and they just kept going up. And at one point, I mean, you could see the ground, but they said they were like two thousand feet up in the air. Yeah, that's that would freak me out. Yeah. Oh, do you like Big Macs or Quarter Pounders? Uh, Big Macs. Um, I I, reg- like- I regret eating every one of them because they always make me feel like shit two hours later. I like but
0: Whopper. Whopper's better than Big Macs.
1: Have you had the uh, what's the new fake one?
0: Oh, the uh, the fake meat one, the yeah. uh, Impossible Burger. Yeah. I didn't have a, a Burger King Impossible Burger, but did you know um, uh, White Castle does Impossible burgers too?
1: Well, they say Why, the, Impossible sliders. They say the Impossible Burger at Burger King actually bleeds a little. Like, has the that that creeps me That's out.
0: Funny. I think I, I did have an Impossible slider at uh, White Castle, and it it tasted like a White Castle. I mean that does that doesn't even taste like meat to begin with.
1: Yeah, it is. It's just it's not uh, it's just steamed.
0: Yeah, but they're 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 quote unquote hamburgers at White Castles are not really hamburger. I mean, that's not what I would consider a hamburger. I love them. Um, you know, I I don't anymore. I used to. I, I had a I thought, I have a crate. I went driving by one one day. I'm like, I haven't had White Castle in years. Hell, I, I'm going to love this. I get like a dozen of them. I ate like two and I'm like, <sighs> no,
1: sir. <laughs> I, c- I couldn't eat more than like four, five, six of them. And yeah, I get the same thing I get when I eat a Big Mac. I'm like, oh, that tasted good. Why have I waited so long to have one of those? And then two hours later, I'm like, that's why.
0: <laughs> All right. Would you rather tie dye your hair or only wear tie dye outfits? Uh, outfits. Now?
1: Like for the rest of your life? Uh, it doesn't say that. We're assuming that this
0: is a, Let's a say limited for limited period of time. For like
1: a year. Sure. Outfits? I. Think I'd tie dye my hair. Uh, you'd regret that. I know I would, but I'd regret wearing tie dye outfits because I think they're ridiculous. Tie dye is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I like to have controversial opinions. Tie dye is stupid. If you like tie dye, my principles say we cannot be friends.
0: Boy, I just skipped a whole page of these. They're so bad. Okay. Uh, would you rather learn about secrets that inspired conspiracy theories or become part of a secret
1: society? I don't, those don't even seem like binary choices to me. What's the first one? Learn about secrets. Would you rather
0: learn about secrets that inspire conspiracy theories so you actually find the truth out about any conspiracy theory? Or become part of a secret society.
1: Well, it says secrets that inspired conspiracy theories. So I take that to mean learn a secret that's true that has made people go. And then because of that. Well, I would assume, let's say
0: you've learned the secret that inspired, let's say the moon landing. People say the moon landing was faked. You can find one way or the other conclusively that it's true or false. Like to prove beyond a shadow of a
1: doubt. See that? One way or the other. I I think that that's not what that's saying. I think it would be something like uh, finding out that Lee Harvey Oswald uh, never did go to Russia and uh, wasn't an expert marksman.
0: Yeah, but you know what? That'd be just more noise, more more white noise. You wouldn't be able to convince anybody of anything.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's just so.
0: so. I'll become part of the secret society of assassins, a <laughs> la John Wick.
1: Does the Boy Scouts count? <laughs> I haven't seen the third Wick movie, but the first two are good. I love that whole... You know, that hotel and the club and all that stuff and your gold coins. And yeah. Did you uh,
0: Did you hear cool. not only is they're going to do another uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, but they're going to do another Matrix movie.
1: Uh, in the first case, yay. In the second case, boo.
0: Yeah. There's no reason to do another Matrix movie.
1: I saw the first one and that was enough for me.
0: I I, I liked the first one I a lot. The second one was fun. The third one had some good elements to it, but it was kind of losing the charm by then, but it was still worth watching, I thought. Uh, but the way it ended was like, yeah, that's good. It shouldn't go any further than this. If they do another one, it, it's going to have to be like a prequel, maybe, which would be shitty. Nobody wants to see a prequel of the Matrix. You know, before before Neil became godlike and knew that he was in the Matrix. Do you want to see... Wait, Neil was in
1: the Matrix? Do you want to see... Oh, that changes everything about that movie.
0: Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. So do you, do you want to see like a prequel with Morpheus like... Being kind of cool, but not quite cool enough that he's the chosen one. You know what I'm talking about? It's like,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, big deal. So it'd be like seeing the Star Wars movies.
0: Ah, there (laughs) we go. So, or they'd have to reboot it or something, maybe? I don't know. Kill Neo right in the first 15 minutes and then start with like a super Mary Sue chick that just can do everything Neo did right off the bat without learning anything.
1: (laughs) You had to bring up the Mary Sue thing, didn't you?
0: (laughs) So that is, I mean, that's basically what what happened with Star Wars.
1: Did you see the new Spider-Man Sinister Five? Huh? No. There's going to be, uh, um, Ethan Skyver had this. They're going to have a team of all-female uh, supervillains to fight Spider-Man. Oh, his rose gallery is going to be all-female? Yeah. And uh, you know what they're fighting against? Misogyny? The patriarchy. <laughs> they're going to take the patriarchy down. Was this in the comics? Yeah. Uh, enough. That, that, that's and, why they're all failing. And by the way, Spider-Man now might be bisexual.
0: Well, what? Why? The, okay, Miles Morales, the the Spider-Man because, listen, from, they're trying the alternate universe Spider-Man. It's I think he's like half black, half Hispanic. Whatever mm-hmm. he is. The, um, supposedly, there was some plot line or some storyline where it turned out he was bisexual.
1: No, this is going to be Peter Parker. Enough. Because no. I don't know who Boomerang is. Do you know who Boomerang is?
0: Just a shitty bad guy, I think.
1: I think he's a good guy.
0: No, it's a bad guy. He was in, uh, he was a DC character.
1: Well, maybe there's, maybe a, there's a Marvel. There's a Marvel, Marvel Boomerang. Boomerang. Okay. And he and Peter Parker are roommates. And uh, Boomerang. Boomerang says some stuff that's not really cool to these women. It shows in three panels. He goes up to him and says, nice costume. And has a little fruity drink that he hands him. And they all just look at him like, ugh, again. And he, it shows three panels, that exact same artwork, him handing them the fruity drink. And they all have different drinks. And it's like, they're just looking at him like, ugh. so one of the other ones comes up and points a arm-mounted Gatling gun at him or something. he's like, whoa. And she's like, no, it's not you. I just love violence. So basically, if a guy hits on you, then you should just kill him.
0: Yeah, it's par for the course with Marvel and DC nowadays.
1: <laughs> and Ethan Van was saying, you know, it used to be back back in the '90s, the uh, you know the feminist hero was like Barb wire who wa- walked around stiletto heels, kicking guys in the balls. And he goes, maybe those guys were projecting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another well,
0: one. Uh, boy, I'm I'm gonna have to go ahead on some of these because they're just boring.
1: Just as long as you don't go, oh, this one's really bad. I can't read it. Yeah. Then I like have to know.
0: Would you rather try and survive a zombie apocalypse or a real life purge? Purge. Absolutely.
1: Purge is only like a weekend, isn't it? It's
0: like a day. It's like 24 hours. Yeah. I. You could survive the purge the and purge. then you can go on with your life. Zombie apocalypse. That's the end of the fucking world right there.
1: I, I do what the people in the purge did, uh, you know, get together with like seven or eight neighbors who have guns and stuff and just hole up and be like, this is what we're going to do
0: now when you and i look at the zombie apocalypse though you're looking out and saying oh my god oh my god all of the zombies and i'm looking out and saying oh target rich environment that wasn't my own line <laughs> that was that was larry korea
1: yeah no you you're the one who said uh i wouldn't even try to survive it
0: no yeah yeah i i would uh i i once i ran out of creature comforts i, I wouldn't want to sit there and like uh you know i don't know bathe with dirt i don't know what how what do you do i know Take a handful of sand and scrub your balls. That's how you take a bath. I'm done. I'm done at that point.
1: So fruity soap is... Uh, your fruity your, soap
0: is my... <laughs> i of fruity soap. <laughs> might as well consider me a dead man. I've given up.
1: <laughs> That's your... If you don't have your... Uh, if you don't have my... Your, scented ointments. Your fancy hair pomade. <laughs> yep.
0: My all-natural deodorants. No, <laughs> what, was the, what was those. the
1: hair stuff you used to have? It came in the... Uh, Bullet shaped purple, uh, the phallic shaped purple yeah. container.
0: The, um, the...
1: <laughs>
0: got to be sexy. No, I can't remember what it was called. What was it called? Got to be playful. Something like that. Something, yeah. really, something super. You fruity. were
1: describing it at one point. And my wife was like, "That sounds like a penis." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "You spray that stuff out and put it in your hair." And you were it, like, "It was no, sh- no. It no, was, it was sh- no. It was
0: shaped. The container was shaped more like I'm how I'm hung. A hockey puck." <laughs> <laughs> just kidding it may not be long but it sure is skinny
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah real good Um, all right let's talk a little bit about Ilhan Omar all right who uh, we said before it looked like she um, had taken on this consultant and her campaign had had paid the consultant $250,000 and his company had not existed Before, um, and I'm, I'm using two sources for this. Uh, so they could be wrong or maybe they're listening to each other, but this is how I understand it. Um, the company didn't exist before she paid him. And so they said, this is a campaign finance violation, but now they've found out that her campaign has paid him $77,000 to cover travel expenses. And now it turns out that they're dating. Yeah. Allegedly.
0: Well, and, yeah, because the divorce divorce proceedings coming out from this guy's wife. This is
1: according, yeah, to his soon-to-be ex-wife.
0: Yeah. So, er, uh, this is um, Alpha News here. Uh, Andrew Kerr. Representative Ilan Omar's campaign has dispersed tens of thousands of dollars in quote-unquote travel expenses to the company owned by the political strategist whose wife accused him Tuesday of having an affair with the Minnesota Democrat Federal Elections Commission, the FEC, records reveal that Omar campaign began making travel reimbursements to Tim Minette's company, E Street Group LLC, on April 1st. About a week before, Dr. Beth Jordan Minette said her husband admitted to having an affair with the congresswoman, according to a divorce filing in the New York Post. So, this is, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of real, real news here, real paperwork to back all this up,
1: I think. No, it's just a misunderstanding.
0: So, what are we going to hear about this from, I mean, what's going to come up, come up of this, uh, fraud and uh so this 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 e-street so this guy supposedly here's the gossip now this is not confirmed but it's pretty close to being confirmed this guy's wife was like 20 years older than him Mm -hmm. and she was basically the money maker in the relationship she was the sugar mama and uh now it looks like he's done with that first sugar mama and moving on to the next sugar mama which is Elon Omar with all her her uh taxpayer tax uh not taxpayer but uh contribution funds
1: have you seen this guy's picture he's a remarkably unremarkable looking guy yeah I mean he's just
0: yeah well
1: and uh Elon Omar for shame
0: is she really Muslim
1: <laughs> well wait is, she it is gonna,
0: not Sharia compliance. is it
1: gonna turn out that this is her brother <laughs>
0: then it'd be okay yeah. So, I wonder what how the, seriously, I wonder how the Muslim community, quote-unquote, feels about uh, her infidelity and shenanigans. Do you think they may do something? About something?
1: <laughs> yeah, just because some people paid some people?
0: I think it's funny that we're, we almost kind of like blase about this because we kind of know the way things have been going, especially in Minnesota, with politics and the democrats they basically get away with anything
1: well like this whole stuff with dhs
0: i'm i'm still shocked that franklin had or decided he was he he was gonna um give up his seat he should have just rolled that out he'd have been fine he
1: said that yeah he's come out and said that and and he would have been i don't mind franklin leaving or yeah. Frank and Levin. I I didn't like the guy. No. So I was fine when he stepped oh, yeah, out. yeah, absolutely.
0: But it is funny that I didn't expect that to happen. I expected him to ride it out and, and uh, everybody to kind of give it a pass, which is was, what they generally do.
1: If he wasn't a cuck, yeah. he would have done it.
0: But Omar's just, you know, she's, someone asked her directly, are are you dating this guy? Someone came up and asked her that. And she said, she responded, she said no. Um. So, and I think she said that. Because if it does turn out that it's proven that she is is they're having an affair or they're having this relationship, that that opens up the door for all the fraud investigations for what Look, she's doing with this company.
1: Words mean different things to her. She has she a has different experience, experience with words. She has a different experience with words.
0: Yeah, again you know? with the uh, soft bigotry of low expectations. Well,
1: did, did you see her tweet about incest? Who? Uh, Omar? Uh, yeah. No. a couple of weeks ago she said oh you know all these people accusing me of incest are projecting blah 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 and it's like nobody's saying nobody's you, nobody's, nobody's accusing saying you of slept an, with your brother the,
0: if if they're doing the incest thing it's a joke and nobody believes it
1: yeah i haven't i honestly have not heard any person say anything about that i've, I've heard I've, them say she married her brother to move his immigration status up yeah. seven years. Basically, all it was was immigration fraud. That's all it was. Yeah, nobody's saying... And she's like, oh, all these people are just projecting. The only thing is people
0: say that is because it sounds right at the bat. It sounds bad. Say you married your brother. And well, then the first thing you think of is incest. But, she's
1: she's saying it, I believe, so that she can now say, oh, you know, these people are uh, accusing me of incest. That's just what they're going to do. That's beyond the pale. Yeah. But she's trying to deflect and make it something else. She's trying to make what is a reasonable argument and a reasonable question unreasonable by bringing up by, but just making it ridiculous.
0: And normally something like that shouldn't work, but in Minnesota
1: here, yeah. yeah, it'll work. Well, back to the DHS thing, which in Minnesota is not department of Homeland security. It's department of human, human services. Humans, yeah, services. And they believe and a, over the last show over the last couple of years, they've lost a hundred million dollars.
0: Oh, they've, 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 done so much to blow our tax money. And then they turn. um, uh, The Democrats in office turn around and say, we need more of your money.
1: Well, yeah, because stop
0: fucking hemorrhaging money. And maybe we don't need more money
1: because people don't have insulin. Yeah. And they pointed out that if you didn't waste all this money and we're not talking about money that DHS just had, they're talking about a hundred plus million dollars that has gone to people who shouldn't have had it waste, fraud, and abuse. Yeah. And that DHS is 40% of the state's budget.
0: Yeah, and it's a huge just bloated bureaucracy. That's and they one of the biggest stories we heard about them was the Somali daycare frauds where they were they were taking money Lies! fake. Lies. And um, that's just a portion Lies of it. racist? And and Bigot. yeah, and then another one is the uh sending they were sending money millions and millions of dollars to tribal
1: I think it was 30 million bucks. Yeah,
0: um tribal resources for uh addiction services and they had no they weren't supposed to send it there. The tribes, actually, some of the tribes even said, "Hey, this is, doesn't look right. We're not supposed to get this money." And they go, "No, nope, just take it. This is this is how it is." So the tribes are at not at fault for this for taking that money, from what I understand. Um, so they don't have to pay it back because DHS told them, "No, you're compliant. This is right. Take it." And so they took it, and now we found out, no, that was wrong. It wasn't right. That that money is is out, and guess what? They have to pay that money back to the federal government. Our state has to pay it back to the federal government because it was it was not used in the way it was supposed to. So not only are we out the, what, $25, $30 million for that, now we have to reimburse that amount back to the federal government. That comes to the taxpayers. So now we're up to $40, $50, 000, or $40, $50 million for the, for their bullshit, for their not knowing what the fuck they're doing.
1: Well, and these departments are run by unelected bureaucrats. Yep that's the stuff I think we need to start trimming out of the government. Well, it's like
0: the, uh, uh, who's in charge of like, remember remember MinLars, it was the, uh, system for system for, uh, driver's licenses and IDs and all that. And that was a complete fucking fiasco and it wasted so much money and they just kept with it, kept with it, kept with it it, till they finally got to the point where they just had to say, no, this is, this is, um, it's, we can't throw more money at this. It's not going to fix it.
1: Well, MinLars, uh, what they did for Minnesota, those who aren't aware is they uh, they were switching Minnesota over to the smart ID, mm-hmm. which everybody has to be on by October And They of- tried
0: to do all the all the other programming in-house without any kind of they, yeah. didn't, they didn't have any kind of um, process to to vet who was going to be doing this or to, to put bids out. They just gave it to their in-house computer people that had no clue what to do and how to do this right. and so, just kept telling. There was people blowing smoke saying, oh, we'll have this. We'll, we'll do it. We'll get it done. Uh, what's with all this problems? No, no, that's just a little problem. We need a little more money and we'll get it done. Yeah. Then next week, next month. I think month, it was
1: $30 million they wasted.
0: More and more and more and just on time. They just kept rolling through and rolling through. And, and now kept, they're
1: still yeah. trying to fix it. And so all that was, all that was meant to do was give, uh, People in Minnesota, smart ID, which has to be in place compliant, by October yeah, of 2020. With uh, the Fed. Yeah, you can't travel without it. Yeah. I mean, you could use your passport, I guess, but still. Um, but anyway, uh, we're one of two states that doesn't have the smart ID. Well, we should have been able to figure this out by now.
0: Yeah, Except they had pick to was, people
1: who don't know how to figure yeah, it out. All they
0: had to do was a contract out to some of the other states that what they did, who they dealt with. And so, yeah, we'll use them. Come on over here. Get our system set up. You nope. Know? Uh, what is it about Minnesota that the hubris of the of the of the left think that they know better than everybody else?
1: Uh, as Governor the Dem- Mumble, the
0: Democrats Dayton, Dayton did Dayton a lot was of damage, really fucking bad. Oh, you guys don't even understand how bad Governor Dayton was.
1: Yeah, and you know i I still don't care for Tim Walls, but at least Tim Walls is a little more reasonable as a person. Um, he, I think he's going to. I think he has agreed to an independent audit of DHS, um, which the can't remember in minnesota is it the senate that's republican the house is democrat right we're the only we're the only state with uh, a split uh state government yeah um but they're saying they think the democrats in the house aren't going to approve it i mean they've got to they've just got to you can't waste that kind of money well, yeah
0: how can you be hemorrhaging that kind of money and then turn around and go we need more money from taxpayers
1: well because there's no oversight in government jobs you can't get fired um, because there's unions protecting you. If if there was someone at a company who lost that kind of money, not only would they be fired, they'd have a hard time finding work again. You know, you wouldn't want to be the CEO of the company that just, you know, well, pretty,
0: $200 million. I'm just getting really disheartened the more I learn about politics, you know, over the last couple of years. I started out kind of enthusiastic after Trump won. I'm like, hey, I think maybe things will change. And then, you know because this whole thing was about draining the swamp and all that kind of stuff and it sounded like sounded like a bunch of bullshit but then he started kind of really getting into it and some of his people were talking about no this is where the fraud is and this is what we need to work on and I'm like oh I'm starting to get optimistic and then you start learning that no it's just it's not gonna, it's not going to work It's we we're too fucking we're too fucking entrenched in this uh, bullshit
1: yeah, well, that's why I'm sort of a glass half full guy, and you're more of a glasses suck kind of guy. You just- I'll
0: bust that glass over your school.
1: <laughs> you just see- you, That was a weird comment. <laughs> wow. You got dark there. You went all Antifa on it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tolerate people who like glasses. I like to drink out of a Dixie cup. <laughs> 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 it's recyclable. I got to have my principles. Um yeah, I don't know. I think there's always there's always room for change. We've gone through uh we've gone through worse periods. And yeah, I think there's still a swamp to be drained, but every time I think about Paul Krugman now, I just uh laugh a little inside thinking about how he said, "Well, the economy's just going to tank when Trump's elected. We'll yeah. we'll never be able to recover." And uh, now we've had the best economy we've ever had for the longest period of time. Which worries me too
0: because there, there's cycles and how long can we keep how can, Didn't they say that, generally speaking, we kind of go through recessions every seven years or so, something like that?
1: Well, you know, I was asking my dad about this because yeah. he's- It's been one, 10 years now, right? He's one of the smartest all-around people I've ever met, and he knows a ton about, you know, how money works and everything. And I asked him, I said, are we headed for a recession? And he goes, he goes, well, absolutely. He goes, We're always. Yeah. He goes, but a recession is just a slowing period of that growth. lasts a certain period but of time. But it's a slow of growth. It's not like an actual- It, it can be, I mean, it can be terrible- it can be, um, it can be uh, barely noticeable. He says a recession has a definition. But isn't it generally necessary usually? Well, I, I think the ebbs and flows of capitalism yeah. are. But I mean, it, I don't think we're headed for a two thousand seven two thousand to two thousand nine kind of thing. No, but I, am I? But I, what I'm worried about with a recession is that
0: obviously the media and the left can use that. As a as a bludgeon against uh, Trump and saying, yeah, this economy he promised that was going to be awesome. Look at it; it's, it's going to shit, and it's going to get worse, and people are going to fall for that.
1: I don't. know. I think there's too much crazy on the left. I think there's too much of this pushing open borders and stuff that and blatant socialism. Yeah, I just think the the squad. You see, um, AOC Cortez. Well, tried
0: to try, do her little uh, Instagram where she was trying to explain socialism and, and capitalism to people. And yeah, we just don't understand what it is.
1: She got into it with. Uh, she uh, was reading Wikipedia, over Wikipedia yeah.
0: at one point, And it wasn't making a whole lot of sense. The so socialism is socialism. And then she goes, No, there's different forms of socialism. Yeah. I don't know what that was. But uh and then she says, "Capitalism, yeah, capitalism, is- capitalism is not always what people think it is.
1: It's there's not about free trade. For- it's
0: not about free trade.
1: There are different forms of socialism. Yeah. Communism is one, fascism is another. I mean yeah. <laughs> I mean they are under the socialist umbrella well and under capitalism there's there's such things as as a a blended economy and i'm like
0: there's nothing that's pure in politics and and in money nothing's pure
1: she doesn't know what she's talking about she's just not a very i i keep saying it you were right i always i always thought you know hey she's an intelligent person who does just doesn't get it i just don't think she's very smart
0: yeah she is a big dumb dummy i think
1: she (laughs) yes i think she is a big dumb dummy so, um, the other thing uh, that came up recently is, uh, did you see the freaking out that Michael Moore did over Ruth Bader Ginsburg?
0: No, I didn't. So, Ruth Gator, Bader Ginsburg is still alive. <laughs> She's. I yeah, did she, that with a question mark. She has
1: appeared in public. But yes. she does have
0: – she did go in for more treatments for another – a uh, lump and pancre- uh, pancreatic cancer I don't treatment? think it was
1: a lump. I think it was a tumor. Okay, a tumor. On her pancreas. Which she's had before. Which you kind of need. Mm-hmm. And she's 86 and she had to have surgery for that. I mean, there's a point where she's just not going to be able to make it through all these. She says she's going to serve until she's 90, just like some a pre- Justice. Yeah. Was it Kennedy maybe? I don't know who it was. Whoever it was. Um, and uh, I think that's great that she would like to do that. I don't think she's going to make it. But, I mean, she's just so frail. Like I've said before, I saw her interviewed up on some stage, you know, like one of these TED Talk kind of things. Uh, not a TED Talk, but that sort of atmosphere, you know, put her up on the stage on a couch and she sat there just sort of hunched over, couldn't really fully raise her head. Um, I, unfortunately, and I don't wish bad things on people, I don't think she's long for this life.
0: But what did Michael Moore
1: say? So Michael Moore said, you know uh, – it was something along the lines. So, oh, my first reaction was, oh, that's terrible because, you know, Ruth Ruth Bader Ginsburg is this great champion of the left and blah, blah, blah. And then he, he thought about it and he goes, no, then I freaked out. I was like, well, if Trump's president, then we have to, we have to get out. We have to organize. We have to do it right now. People get out there. He goes, I'm freaking out because this whole thing is if Trump's there, they're going to get to. Put a conservative justice wow. in, and we there all go all that. your there go all your freedoms forever and he just realized that now yeah what's what that's weird that's something he should have considered before well now. i think what he was saying was he was thinking that's too bad geez now oh. trump gets to a point of justice and now he's going wait now that i think about it holy shit it's going to be awful it's going to be uh dystopia the government's going to you know take away your freedom of speech yeah. and they're going to force you to have babies and
0: yeah well, yeah, it's going to be a handmaid's tale for the women. And, yeah. uh, and uh, Saudi Arabia, or what is it? Not Saudi Arabia. Um, Afghanistan for days. Yeah.
1: Look, look. If they, if there's another conservative justice, and I think they're going to go with this woman from Chicago, who's the? She's a pro lifer. I think she's from Chicago. She's a circuit court justice. Um, uh, who's a pro lifer? Yeah, her name was
0: floated last time.
1: Yeah. Um, Can't remember it. I think these are all guesses, but I think they thought Kavanaugh wasn't going to be that big a fight, and she was going to be a big fight. But she was also going to be a little easier because she's a woman. And how can the left really go hard after a woman? Um, And I think they're thinking, well, she's the one we're going to put up there now because they can't put a guy in. You know,
0: what do you think about the fact that it's let's say. uh, Ginsburg can't make it through even to the election. It's getting pretty close. They're going to pull that thing saying, well, you can't really nominate it until after the election. I mean, you really can't.
1: Well, and this is where. Let's get back to the principles thing. They say, um, you know, Biden said, well, there's the Biden rule. You can't appoint a justice in the last year of a presidency with an election coming up, blah, blah, blah. OK, fine. Then Biden has to live by that. He has to say, all right, well, that's cool. I think what Mitch uh, and I think uh, Mitch McConnell did this sort of tongue in cheek to poke the left a little bit and say, hey, these are the rule guy, rules you guys set up and we're just playing by them. That was when Obama was. Right. And the, and tried to yep. uh, get Merrick Garland through. Yep. Um, and I said, I guess I would have said, in addition to that, you know, I just said jokingly, hey, you know, we're just playing by your rules. But then I'd have said, well, the president did say elections have consequences, mm-hmm. you know, and the rules are the Senate gets to appoint and verify those justices. And you don't have to apologize in the Senate for having won the Senate. Right. And if that's one of the things that the Senate gets to do, just like the House, which is run by Democrats, gets to appropriate money, we as Republicans may not like that, but that's what happens. That's how it works now. That's how it's always worked. So if Trump loses the election and Ruth Bader Ginsburg passes away and the Senate stays Republican, um, it's going to be messy. But I'll tell you what, if we thought Kavanaugh was a big, bad fight, I don't even want to see what this next one's going to be like. If Ginsburg passes away and Trump's still president, I don't care who they nominate. It's going to be Kavanaugh times 10. Oh, yeah, because that that swings the balance right there. Well, the balance is already swung, but it's... But, like, I mean, this is for a very long time yeah this would be pretty because nice. kavanaugh gorsuch roberts are all young yep um so assuming they put a young person that's four. thomas, thomas isn't going yeah. anywhere anytime soon
0: yeah you know at least at least another another presidential cycle he'll be there
1: yeah another and then who's years. the is it a who was the um is it alito no is he the other conservative you say kennedy kennedy uh Kavanaugh took Kennedy spot. Who is it? Damn. Well, there's Breyer, there's uh, Sotomayor, Kagan, Mm -hmm. Ginsburg. Okay. Alito, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh. Thomas. Roberts, Thomas. There, that's nine. So it's got to be Breyer. Okay. No, sorry, Alito. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because who was the one who passed away? Um, I mean, um, Scalia. Scalia, Scalia. Yeah. yeah. I love that guy, but I always forget his name. Yeah. So... Yeah, this is going to be a big, ugly fight, and I just don't think she's going to make it. And again, I can't say this enough for the the hateful people on the left who hear this. I'm not wishing that Ruth Bader Ginsburg would die. I do wish he'd retire. I do, too. Because you can't, you can't in, in any-
0: Your a, mind's not quick enough. Capability. Well, talk about minds not being quick enough. Do you see the left is freaking out over uh, Biden? Biden's been gaffing big time, like more than usual. The difference is Biden's always been a gaffer. But the, what there's, what there's, the left is even saying right now they're getting worried about it. It's like before they'd be like, "Oh, old Uncle Joe, he's just that's how he was." Now they're actually freaking out about it. There's people saying, now I can't remember names now, but there's people on the left and right both saying, you know, he seems to step off. He's he's saying things that are like he at one point he gave he was talking about Obama and it's it looked and sounded like he couldn't remember Obama's name. He couldn't, and he goes, uh. My former boss, like he took this big weird pregnant pause because he couldn't think. The now, that's that's but you know what? That can happen to anybody, it can, but that it just seems like he's doing it just a lot happens of that to him lately. a lot, yeah.
1: You know, I mean, I noticed that happening to me. I mean, it's been well, on I, this podcast yeah, several times, yeah, but
0: I do that. But did you, um, he's also been telling a story about pinning a medal on, on, a, on a service member that was, um, reluctant to take the medal because he said no i don't want it because the person i tried to save died the story biden told has has changed like multi i've, I've heard the recordings multiple times he's changed the location he changed if if he was vice president or a senator he changed uh the the medal if it was silver or gold he changed <laughs> the the armed services he
1: changed the- for for people who haven't heard it mark stein oh, God, was on so tucker good. carlson's show and he did a Oh, he did a great job of trolling him. He said something along the lines of, back in Vietnam when I was president, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, in World War One, and I pinned pin this medal on this guy's chest from the Air Force, and, I mean, just, it, it was like seven or eight of these things. When yeah. we told those whirling dervishes to take that <laughs> hill in Morocco. And <laughs> yeah, that was
0: funny. Yeah. I, but I, 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 I've seen Joe's, like, past kind of flubs and these seem different he does seem like tired and off his you know i think he's i think he's losing some mental i don't acuity. think he wants
1: to do this just yeah. like i don't think jeb bush wanted to run for president last oh time. yeah yeah you know but at least that field is thinning out a little um now they're gonna is it they're having the debates here pretty soon but uh um tulsi gabbard didn't make the cut she didn't i thought nope. she, oh
0: so, so she's still running or is she... Yeah, she's rubbing? still running. Okay. But
1: the ones who are still in are, let's see, Yang, Klobuchar. There's 10 of them.
0: I can't believe Klobuchar still there. She's
1: barely hanging on. Uh, Jill Brand's out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she quit. She suspended her campaign. But uh, Yang, Klobuchar, Beto. Beto, he's still Robert, there. Robert she's, Francis is still there. What a... Barely is qualifying. What a douche. Um, so Biden... Uh, Harris, Warren, Buttigieg. <laughs> Isn't it
0: amazing? You're trying to remember all these names that are just, who cares? They're in,
1: inconsequential. <laughs> there's three I'm missing. Isn't that weird though? It's like, Sanders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Pocahontas. No, I already named Warren. One. Yeah, okay. there's two more. Anyway, and two other people I can't name.
0: But like, as if that's important, that's so funny that we're sitting here trying to remember these names that are going to be nothing in a couple months.
1: How dare you, sir?
0: Yeah. How dare
1: you? But if you? Biden if Biden for some reason people just like
0: decide that. he's not the guy on the left and they go, We're 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 gonna tank him like they tank Bernie. But who's who's next? You think Pocahontas is next? Look, to we're
1: not we're not political experts, but let me ask you, honestly and sincerely, who besides Biden even has a snowball's chance in hell?
0: I think Warren does.
1: No. I don't I don't think so. Okay. I'm not saying your opinion's wrong. I'm just saying I, I can't
0: She's got the the only she's got the name recognition. Uh Bernie Sanders has played out, he's done. But yeah. I think she's not yet, even though she'd be I think it'd be fun. She she'd get wrecked by Trump. Yeah. But so would anybody else really. Biden's gonna get wrecked by Trump if he's if he and, and I think Biden knows it. I think he's afraid to go up against Trump.
1: Well, and I think Warren can't handle the onslaught. Yeah. So Well maybe she'll go get herself a beer. Get, I'm going to get me a beer. Hi. I'm going to try and appear relevant to the young kids out there. Hi, husband. Would you like to say something? No. No? Okay, bye. <laughs> this is my sweetie. Don't touch me. <laughs> Turn the fucking camera off. No, but I mean, what is, uh? Bernie is, not, Trump's no spring chicken. He's like 72. Yeah. But Bernie is 76. Isn't Biden seventy six?
0: I think yeah, they're they're both or close, one seventy six, one seventy seven, something like that.
1: I mean Reagan was done by the time he was eighty. I mean he was done by then. Yeah. These two are you know I don't yeah, know if I, they survived the presidency. I,
0: God, I that would I would be afraid if Trump started losing his 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 uh I would too his acuity. I would be I mean if you saw him start like slipping like a Biden playing doing Biden things like left and right. Yeah, I mean, you know, like there is regular slipping, but then there is the stuff where you go, "Ooh, that, that's that's age, that's old <laughs> age, right there."
1: What's the old joke? It's uh, it's not forgetting where your car keys are; it's knowing where your car keys are and wondering what they are. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. Yep. So, well, I, I think uh, I, I just don't see anyone on the Democrat Party uniting enough people. I think Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders. Kamala Harris, are they certainly have a base of people, but I think there's a larger base of people who would just do the same thing as Hillary Clinton and not show up.
0: Are there are enough people that are deranged Trump derangement that would come out just just to be anti-Trump? Sure, but I also
1: think there's a lot of people who are being so put off by the AOC, yeah, Omar, Talib. Well, Tim
0: Pool said he's got a group of friends when he was talking to um, Glenn Beck in an interview, and he said. This is just anecdotal because it's just his group, his his friends. But he, you know, he had a lot, a lot of liberal friends, a lot of Bernie Bros, and he said once whatever, once they got into politics because of Bernie, and they saw what happened to Bernie from Clinton and the politics of it, they said, "Fuck, we're done. We're not dealing with this one. They're they're out of politics. Not thinking about. It, they're not going to vote." He said, "That's that's a lot of my friends now." I go, "Hmm, that's interesting. That's
1: good to know. <laughs> it is good to know." <laughs> um. Well, did you see who's the guy who's in charge of the DNC, Tom? Perez, he was sort of putting out a warning call saying, look, Trump is going to our battleground states or non battleground states. He's going to Minnesota and places like that. And he's he's not ignoring these places that we used before. Minnesota was close to flipping last time. Mm-hmm. Do I think it will flip? No. But I think the fact that Trump never stops campaigning and he comes here to Minnesota. He's been here like four times now since yeah. he was president. He forces them to come here yeah. and spend money here. So, well,
0: it's a good thing. I think it's a good, good philosophy. Well, we but. we we uh, we left it on a uh, glass half full feeling. And crow, you admit it. Yeah, you guys heard it. Yeah,
1: crow's coming around to the optimism part.
0: All right, if you want to get a hold of us, it's rooster at bread and zerk bread and circuses. No, it's circuses, bread and circuses podcast. What is a circus? I don't know, but I don't want to be any part Sounds of that.
1: It's like some sort of weird kazoo or crow
0: at bread and circuses. <laughs> <laughs> bread and circuses podcast.com
1: uh look us up on the facebook page throw us a rating uh but it's uh bread and circuses podcast on facebook see you bye